0: What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode, episode 26 of the Primetime Sports Podcast, hosted by Joey Maylari. So today, I will be giving you my long-awaited and long-overdue NHL Draft recap from over a month ago now. I've had these notes ready for over a month, just never got to it to record it and take the time to do it, but here we are, ready to go. So to get things started off, with the first overall selection, it was the Montreal Canadiens. And I drilled this pick. This was my boy, Juraj Slavkovski, going first overall. 6'4", 218-pound, 18-year-old Slovakian left winger from Slovakia. Played in Finland this past season. He's actually the first Slovakian-born player to ever be drafted first overall. As I said, I drilled this pick in my mock draft. The only other pick I got right... Besides Slavkovsky going first overall, it was Logan Cooley going third overall to the Arizona Coyotes. Shane Wright falling to fourth was a surprise to many, a huge surprise to me. I had him going second overall, he fell to fourth. So, besides Cooley and Slavkovsky, I got no other picks right out of, I think, I did seven picks, but still hard to do. uh, Mock draft in any sport, it's not easy to do in, in any regard. So, more about Slavkovsky. He was the Olympics hockey MVP at just 17 years old in Tokyo this past year with seven goals in seven games. He was a top scorer in the Olympics and helped Slovakia earn their first Olympic medal ever in hockey. It was a bronze medal he helped them win. He also scored a goal in the first period in their quarterfinals matchup versus Team USA in the Olympics. And he also played in the IIHF Men's World Championship tournament this past year for Slovakia as well. He scored three goals, six assists, and had nine points in eight games. And when I first read... On the morning of the first day of the NHL draft, of the first round, I read that he met with Montreal in their GM in the morning. He met with Kent Hughes, Northeastern dad, hockey dad, as I said, Riley Hughes and Jack Hughes, that's their father. He met with Sofkowski in the morning of the first day of the NHL draft, and I knew he was a lock to be the first overall selection when I saw that since a lot of the time there are smoke screens where teams try to Get another team to trade up and draft a guy that they don't actually want, but that happens at times where they try to, you know, make a team want to trade for a guy so they can get more in return. But when you have the first overall selection, Montreal would get nothing out of throwing a smoke screen. So I knew when he was meeting with the Canadians on the day of the NHL draft in the morning, I knew he was going to go first overall, and he was a lock for first, in my opinion. Not for many, though, as I said, Shane Wright was a lock for most people at first overall, but watching Slavkovsky's highlights, I thought he was the best player in this draft. Such an unreal skater, puts up great numbers, as you can see. Just named a few of them, as I said, in the IIHF Men's World Championship, three goals, six assists, nine points in eight games. Then the Olympics, seven goals in seven games, and was a top scorer in all of the Olympics. He was great. And I know Montreal fans may be a little bit upset without getting right, but give it a season, I think they'll be happy, they'll, they'll see, Slokovsky is a player, what a selection, I think he was a great pick, to start the NHL draft, so with the second overall selection, it was the New Jersey Devils, they took Simon Nemec, a six foot, 190 pound Slovakian defenseman, this was the first time ever, that two Slovakian players, went first and second overall, in the NHL draft, both Nemec, and Sapkowski played together in the Olympics for Slovakia, and it might have been a surprise to many, especially with Shane Wright still on the board. This was actually the fourth time in the last five years that the New Jersey Devils took a defenseman in the first round with their first pick, and lo and behold, Nemec, another great defenseman. He's only 18 years old and will develop more over time. He already has great decision-making and honestly can move the puck up the ice in a blink with his skates on a pass or with his stick handling, but... He did have one assist in seven games at the Olympics this past year, so didn't really have too much offensive production. But in the IIHF Men's World Championships this past year, he had a goal and five assists for six total points in eight games. Played better in the IIHF than he did in the Olympics. With the third overall selection, it was the Arizona Coyotes, and I got this pick right. They took Logan Cooley, an American center who played for the United States National U18 Team, which is the United States, the U.S. National Team Development Program. My other pick I got right in the five pick mock draft I did it wasn't a seven pick actually it was a five pick mock draft it was Cooley and Safkowski Cooley committed to the University of Minnesota for college hockey he's a great playmaker that will help the Gophers immediately as a freshman on the offensive end in the U18 division of the US National Team Development Program he had 27 goals and 48 assists and 75 points in 51 games, had a 1.47 point per game average, very impressive, and he was regarded as the best American player in the entire draft. And he goes to rebuilding Arizona Coyotes team, solid piece for them to help build around, and he'll be great for years to come for them. Next up, the Seattle Kraken at the fourth overall selection. They got one of the biggest steals of the NHL draft. They got Shane Wright, a six foot one, 199 pound center. He was a number one ranked NHL draft pick in this draft, the number one prospect that is in the NHL draft by NHL.com. He was expected to go first overall by many people for the past three years, um, but it was a surprise to see him fall to fourth. If he wasn't going to go first, I thought second, that's where I had him going in my mock. Fell to fourth overall, but that's how drafts happen sometimes. Guys fall. This past year in the OHL, right at 32 goals, 62 assists, 94 points in 63 games. He had a plus 23, plus minus, and I mentioned this in my draft night preview but Wright played for Kingston in the Ontario Hockey League at just 15 years old and the youngest you're supposed to be is 16 but the OHL president let him play a year early given the exceptional status right I think it's called the exceptional status right to play at 15 years old and he was a superstar right away playing against 16 to 21 year olds at just 15 years old Right at 39 goals, 27 assists, and 66 points in 58 games. And a lot of hockey writers honestly compared him to Patrice Bergeron. So Seattle grabbing him at fourth overall is such a steal considering how great Patrice Bergeron has been for the Boston Bruins since he was drafted in the 2003 NHL draft. He's been great ever since. So... Being compared to him is not a bad player to be compared to on draft night. So quite the pickup there at 4th overall for the Seattle Kraken. And as I said, at just 15 years old, he was given that exceptional right to play in the league by the OHL president and lit it up with 39 goals, 27 assists, 66 points in 58 games. And he was only 15, playing at 16- to 21-year-olds. Very impressive there for him and is a great player. So not a bad pickup there at 4th overall, as you can tell. With the 5th overall selection of the Philadelphia Flyers, they took... Cutter, Goodyear, a six foot two power forward committed to Boston College for this upcoming season. I had him going, I think, fourth in my mock draft. According to Charlie O'Connor, he projects to be a center at Boston College this upcoming year. And one cool thing about this draft selection is that he actually grew up being a Philadelphia Flyers fan. His mom is from Philadelphia, so he grew up a Flyers fan, and he ends up getting drafted by them at fifth overall. So, very cool story there. And he did say in his post draft interview that He expects to play one year at BC and then move on to the NHL. So he'll be a one-and-done at BC, similar to some other guys in the past, but it'll be very cool to see him play at BC this year, and I'm sure it's going to be a great matchup when he goes against Northeastern, since you guys know I'm a big Northeastern hockey fan. So Cooley and Goutier became actually the second USA U18 pair of teammates to be drafted in the top five of the same NHL draft, according to ESPN. This past year, Goutier had 34 goals, 31 assists, 65 points in 54 games for the U.S. National U18 team. So very productive player, as you can see. And as I said, he has great footwork on the ice, a pure skater, and can obviously score goals with 34 goals, 31 assists, and 65 points in 54 games for the U.S. U18 team this past year. With the sixth overall selection, it was a Columbus Blue Jackets taking David Juracek, a 6'3", 189-pound defenseman, From Czechia, played for Czechia in the IIHF Men's World Championship this past year. He had a goal and an assist in five games played. Very sound defenseman, has a strong build, and has a bullet of a slap shot from the blue line. I'm sure he's going to develop more over time, as I said. He's 6'3", 189. Probably will build up more muscle even more, more than 189, and be able to throw guys against the board. So, very sound defenseman, as I said, and not a bad pick up there at 6 overall by Columbus. With the 7th overall selection, it was the Chicago Blackhawks taking Kevin Korchinski, a 6 foot 2, 185 pound defenseman from Canada who played for the Seattle Thunderbirds of the Western Hockey League this past year. He played two seasons with the Thunderbirds, did not score in the 2020-2021 season, but added 10 assists in 23 games, but this past year showed more production. In the 2021-2022 season, he had 4 goals, 61 assists, 65 points and 67 games played, which is very good for a defenseman. Plays very fast and aggressive, and he's not afraid to use his stick handling to move around defenders, which is well needed to be a defenseman in today's NHL. With the 8th overall selection, the Detroit Red Wings took Marco Kasper, a six-foot-one, 183 183-pound center from Austria. He had 7 goals, 4 assists, and 11 points in the Swedish Hockey League this past year and 46 games played. He's only 18 years old and was considered the best European center in the draft, according to ESPN. He has great stick-handling skills, does not have eye-popping stats, but he can play and make the right decision. Smart IQ for the game as well, and sometimes that doesn't show up on the box score. Like, you can see 7 goals, 4 assists, 11 points in 46 games. But sometimes the great IQ and the great decision-making does not show up on a box score. Similar to setting great screens... In basketball, and similar to making a great play in football like a great block, that doesn't show up in the stat sheets. But similar to Kaspar, he makes great plays that does not show up in the stat sheet every given night. But as I said, he was a great draft pick there at 8th overall by the Red Wings, especially if what I read about is true, with him being the best European center and being a great setup guy, that's a good pick at 8th overall by the Red Wings. With the ninth overall selection, the Buffalo Sabres took Matthew Savoy, a Canadian center who played for the Winnipeg Ice in the Western Hockey League this past year, five foot nine, 179-pound, 18-year-old center, had 35 goals, 55 assists, and 90 points, which was actually 7th most in the entire Western Hockey League this past year in 65 games played. He also had a plus 54 plus minus this past season for Winnipeg in the WHL and did not finish the season, though, as he missed a few games with an injury to his shoulder, but His stats, 90 points in 65 games played, plus 54 rating, 35 goals, 55 assists. Very impressive, even with missing a few games. If he played a few more games, I'm sure he would have more points. Savoy also played for the Dubuque Fighting Saints in the USHL in the 2020-21 season. He had 21 goals, 17 assists, 38 points in 34 games played. As you can see, this kid lights it up. Points-wise, 90 points, 55 assists, 35 goals in the Western Hockey League this past year. Then for Dubuque, he had 21 goals, 17 assists, 38 points in 34 games. People are very critical of his height since he's only 5'9", but I think this kid's going to light it up in the NHL. One of my favorite players in the entire NHL draft. I think he's going to be a scoring machine in the NHL, and I think he's a guy to keep your eye on when he makes it to the league. With a 10th overall selection, the Anaheim Ducks took Pavel Mintikov, a 6'3", 196-pound defenseman from Russia, He had 17 goals, 45 assists, and 62 points in 67 games played in the OHL this past year for the Saginaw Spirit. He's a lefty shooter. He did a minus 14 plus minus rating, but with some other guys in the NHL draft this year, sometimes it's really just them out there and they don't have a great team around them. So, for Mintikov, a minus 14 rating was not his fault. His team was brutal, really, besides him. He was the only player out there for the most part. As you can see, he put up great offensive numbers, 17 goals, 45 assists, 62 points, and 67 games played. He was supposed to play in the OHL in the 2020 season, but with it being canceled due to COVID, he stayed in Saginaw to learn the language. He was very dedicated to making it and being drafted in the NHL, and it obviously ended up working out with him going 10th overall. He's very sound with the puck, very slick with his decision-making as well. He's only 18 years old, and with a lot of these guys that were drafted in the top 10, a lot of them are 18, they're going to have time to develop the game, develop, get stronger. So with Mintikov, Very strong builds already and can play physical. I think he's going to develop even more his offensive game now going into the NHL. As I said, 17 goals in 67 games is very impressive in the OHL. I think he's going to develop more of his offensive game since he already has a strong build, 6'3", 196. I think he's going to end up becoming a better goal scorer, maybe work on that before he makes it to the NHL. So my winners and losers of the NHL draft, my number one winner, the Montreal Canadiens. And with starting the draft, drafting... Juraj Stavkovsky, which was a perfect move, I think, by Montreal's GM, Kent Hughes. Starting the draft off very hot with that selection is, is a great way to start. And as I said, I actually had Stavkovsky going first overall in my mock draft, so that's a W in both my mock draft and for the Canadians. But not only just do they draft Stavkovsky... They drafted a Canadian center from Ontario, Owen, back in the second round, 33rd overall selection, with the first overall pick in the second round. He had 21 goals, 30 assists, and 51 points in the OHL this past year. Then they drafted Jared Davidson in the fifth round, and I'm just naming guys that I think were their best draft picks overall. Jared Davidson in the fifth round, 130th overall selection, a lefty center from Edmonton, six foot, 180 pound, 20 year old, lefty center. As I said. 42 goals, 47 assists, and 89 points in 64 games played for the Seattle Thunderbirds of the Western Hockey League this past year. Had a plus 43 plus minus rating and also did have 68 penalty minutes, so he does have to limit that. But as you can see, that kid lights it up. He's a great goal scorer, and he's going to give them a ton of points whenever he makes it up to the NHL. 42 goals, 47 assists, and 89 points in 64 regular season games for Seattle in the WHL this past year. Then in the playoffs, though, in 25 games, 13 goals, 16 assists, 29 points. In the biggest stage, in the biggest moments, he had 13 goals, 16 assists, and 29 points in 25 games played. Quite a draft selection there by Montreal in the fifth round at 130th overall. My next winner, the Seattle Kraken. Being able to draft Shane Wright at 4th overall, when he could have been, honestly, the first pick in the draft, and it was, as I said, was widely regarded as the first pick for 2-3 to three years before the NHL draft, that's a still getting him at 4th overall. Especially for a team that's trying to build for the future. And besides Shane Wright, they had a great draft besides that selection. They took him 4th overall, as I said. Then with the 35th overall pick in the second round, they took Jager Ferkus. A 5'10", 153-pound right winger from the Moose Jaw Warriors of the Western Hockey League. He scored 36 goals in 44 assists and 80 points in 66 regular season games this past year on the WHL. Had 6 goals, 6 assists, 12 points, and 10 playoff games as well for the Moose Jaw Warriors. And then you look at, after that, they took David Goyette a 5'10", 172-pound center from the Sudbury Wolves of of the Ontario Hockey League, so the OHL again. He was a top-scoring rookie in the OHL in the 2021-2022 season. He's a very nifty skater, very smooth with his stick handling as well. He had 33 goals, 40 assists, 73 points, which was good enough to be 27th in the entire OHL, and 66 games played. And one guy, which... This isn't a Seattle Kraken draft pick, but one guy I was reading about when I was looking at who led the OHL in points this past year, center Wyatt Johnston, who was actually a Dallas Stars first round pick in 2021 at 23rd overall, had 46 goals, 78 assists, and 124 points. 124 points in 68 games played this past year in the OHL for the Windsor Spitfires. And in 25 games played, Johnston had. 14 goals, 27 assists, and 41 points. Very impressive. He hasn't made it to the NHL yet, but that's a guy to keep your eye on when he does. So now I'm going to get back on track with the Seattle Kraken, how well they did in the draft. Obviously got a little sidetracked there with the OHL point leader, Wyatt Johnston, as I said, such a great player. But now to get back on track with the Kraken did, I was a big fan of what they did in the draft. So then they also drafted Ty Nelson, a 5'10", 196-pound defenseman from Toronto in the third round of 68th overall. Nelson played for the North Bay Battalion of the OHL and scored 9 goals, 42 assists, 51 points, and 66 games played with a plus-24 plus-minus rating. He also added 10 assists in 13 playoff games as well. So a defenseman that can give you some offensive production, 9 goals, 42 assists, 51 points, and 66 games. Quite the season there for Nelson in the OHL. Then they drafted Tucker Robinson in the fourth round at 123rd overall, a 5'10", 190-pound 19-year-old center from Toronto. 41 goals, 40 assists, and 81 points in 68 games played for the Peterborough Peets in the OHL this past year. Peterborough is not a great team. Robinson actually had a minus 12 plus minus rating. But once again, similar to some other guys I was talking about, the reason he had a negative plus minus rating was not his fault at all. It was really just he didn't have much to work with around him. Uh, He did have 40 assists, though, so he must have had some... Goal scorers around him, but I guess maybe the defense or the goalie on the team, the Peterborough Pete's in the OHL, was not great. Then they drafted Ty Nelson's teammate from the North Bay Battalion in the OHL. They drafted Kyle Jackson, who is a six foot two hundred ninety-two pound left winger slash center from Ottawa, Canada. Nineteen years old, had a very good year this year for North Bay in the regular season. Had 30 goals, 32 assists, and 62 total points in 45 games played in the regular season with a plus-17 plus-minus rating. And the playoffs, Jackson added 9 goals, 5 assists, 14 points, and 12 playoff games. Obviously, Nelson and Jackson both had huge is for North Bay and two great pickups there by the Seattle Kraken. Overall, the Kraken, had five of their 11 picks come from the OHL, so clearly they do rate the OHL heavily when they're drafting guys as 5 out of 11, that's just under 50% of their draft picks, came from the Ontario Hockey League. So clearly they do think Ontario has very good players, and rightfully so, a lot of great talent there. They had 5 picks in the first two rounds, so very top-heavy draft for that Seattle Kraken team. 5 picks for a team that's building for the future in the first two rounds is great, and it's something to look forward to if you are a Seattle Kraken fan. Then the Buffalo Sabres, my last team that's a winner in this draft, they drafted Matthew Savoy with the ninth overall selection. Great goal scoring machine, as I said earlier in my top ten pick recap. The Sabres also took Jake Richard, uh, forward from Jacksonville, Florida, in the sixth round at 170th overall. A six foot one, 171 pounds, 17 year old winger, 18 goals, 29 assists, and 47 points in 56 games played. Sixth round is such a stale for a player with such great offensive production, and if you get a guy in the draft with that much production in the fifth round, fourth round, third round, second round, you're happy. Getting him in the sixth round is even crazier, and he's only 17 years old, so he's going to develop even more. The right winger, Richard, is actually committed to play hockey at the University of Connecticut, so a hockey East school, and as you guys know, I'm a huge Northeastern hockey fan. I like BC hockey as well. I go to a ton of games for both schools, so I'll definitely be able to see Richard play now. When he goes to UConn this year, I'll probably light it up, play a couple years there, two or three years, maybe four years there, then go to the NHL. So I'll definitely get to see him play a good amount. As you guys know, I'm a huge Northeastern hockey fan, which I'm going to give my season preview for them probably within a month or two from now. Still got some time before their first game in early October. But as for Richard, one last thing I want to talk about was for Muskegon this year, he had 18 goals. 30 assists, 48 total points. So I know I originally said 18 goals, 29 assists, 47 points. It was 18 goals, 30 assists, and 48 total points with a plus-10 plus-minus rating. And then in the playoffs I had two goals and two assists for four points in nine games played. Very good season there for him. And obviously, considering he's only 17 years old, he's only going to get better. So I'm sure he's going to do well this year for UConn. And as I said, BC and Northeastern will both be playing UConn this year. So I'm very excited to see him play this year. One last thing I want to talk about for Buffalo. They had 11 picks total in the draft. Three in the first round, actually. And I already talked about one of them, Matthew Savoy. But out of the players that I was big fans of that they selected, I love the Savoy pick. I thought the Jake Richard pick in the sixth round was a steal. Another sixth round selection. So I had three favorite picks, and two of them came from the sixth round. Just shows how much depth there was in this year's NHL draft and how well this Buffalo team drafted, grabbing two great players in the sixth round. So the last sixth round that I'm going to talk about that they drafted was Gustav Carlsen. They took him in the sixth round at one hundred and eighty seventh overall, a six foot one, one hundred and sixty five pound, eighteen year old center from the Swedish Junior Hockey League, who did very well this year in Sweden. Thirty one goals, seventeen assists, forty eight points in forty one games played, a great goal scorer yet again for this Buffalo Sabres team. They got Savoy, who's a great goal scorer, they got Richard who's a great playmaker, and then also another great goal scorer in Carlson. And that's a first round, sixth round, and sixth round. And they had 11 picks total. So another eight guys besides those guys I just named. So, what a draft for the Buffalo Sabres team. If you're a Buffalo Sabres fan, I know times have been tough, but you have a lot to look forward to in the future. I think this team's going to be good two to three or four years from now. They're building very well for the future. So, I got one last winner of this year's draft. And it actually isn't an NHL team, it's a Northeastern University Huskies. They set a program record with seven players or commits drafted. In a single NHL draft. That's the most Northeastern players that have ever been drafted in a single NHL draft. Seven players were drafted in this year's NHL draft that were either commits or players already for Northeastern. That's the most selections among all of college hockey in this year's draft. Northeastern led all of NCAA hockey with seven players or commits drafted in this year's draft. Very impressive draft for this Northeastern team. And I'm going to break down their seven selections in just a minute. So, losers of the draft, I really only have one, and it's only because he fell and could have been the first pick. Shane Wright falling to fourth pick, he could have easily have been the first pick, and no one would have complained. I don't really have any losers, though. I wouldn't even consider him a loser of the draft because he fell to the fourth pick. He was still a top-five pick in the draft, but he could have went first overall and ended up falling to fourth. And as I said, I don't really have any losers in this year's draft since it's really hard to tell in the NHL draft which draft picks will be good when a lot of them are international players that not many people know, and some of them don't even sign for years, and some of them don't even sign in general, and they just stay playing internationally. So at the end of the day, it's hard to tell who's a loser of this draft until three, four years from now. So can't really consider anyone a loser of the draft. It's just tougher right to fall from the first pick to the fourth pick Ends up going to a team, though, that's rebuilding. Probably going to be good two to three years from another Seattle Kraken. So not a bad draft pick there for him. And at the end of the day, he's still a top five pick in this year's draft. Could have went first. That's why I have him loser, But still a great player. I think he's going to do big things in the future for that Seattle team. So now I'm going to talk about some of my steals of the draft. To start off, my first steal, Frank Naza, a five 5'10", 175-pound center from the United States development team. He was selected 13th overall by the Chicago Blackhawks. He's a wizard on offense and can really do it all. Jack of all trades out there. Whether it's find an open teammate or snipe a shot from the slot, he can do just about everything. This year for the U.S. development team, he had 28 goals, 42 assists, and 70 points at 56 games played. He had 15 goals, 20 assists, and 35 points at 24 games for the U.S. national development program junior squad in the USHL. Extremely sound player all around. That's why he's a steal of mine at 13th overall. Nase is actually committed to play hockey at the University of Michigan, and as you know, Michigan has been doing unreal with their recruiting over the last two to three years now. They've been recruiting a ton of first-round picks. Last year's team, I think, had 13 or 14 NHL draft picks on it, so just a stacked squad there. And even though they had 13 or 14 NHL draft picks, my second favorite NCAA hockey team is the AIC Yellow Jackets of Springfield. I'm a big fan of that squad, and they gave Michigan a game in the Frozen Four tournament. First game of the Frozen Four tournament, number one overall seed versus the AIC Yellow Jackets, and AIC only lost five to three. They were right in the game, and look at what they're playing against: fourteen NHL draft picks, with four of the top five picks of the 2021 NHL draft being on that Michigan Wolverines team, and that includes Owen Power and Luke Hughes and Kent Johnson. That team was absolutely stacked, and AIC gave them a run five to three. They were right in it. So now to get back on track, talking about Frank Nazar, He's committed to Michigan, as I said. He will be a premier scorer for that team this season. And one last thing that I found that was very interesting when I was doing research for this. In the top tier of the 15U division, which is AAA in the U.S., in the 2019-2020 season, Nazar had 49 goals, 78 assists, and 127 points, which was fifth most in all of 15U division A hockey, and 55 games and 127 points. And he also played the Honey Bake 15U team. So, as you can see, that was only a couple years ago now. And he was an elite goal scorer at 15, at 16, playing for the U.S. National Development team at 16 and 17. He's just been great all around and is quite the player. So, quite a steal there at the 13th overall selection by Chicago. Next up is Rutger McRorty, a six foot one, 200 200-pound right-winger from the United States National Development Program as well. Drafted 14th overall by the Winnipeg Jets. Became the first ever first-round pick from Nebraska. First player ever born in the state of Nebraska as a first-round pick. So quite a feat there for him in an accolade. This past year, he had 35 goals, 34 assists, and 69 points in 54 games played for the U.S. National U18 team this season. In the U18 World Championship, he had 8 goals and 1 assist in 6 games for 9 total points with a plus-8 plus-minus rating. He played alongside NASA in the IIHF U18 World Championship, so both those guys going 13th and 14th overall, and both kids from the United States. Like NASA, he's also committed to play for the University of Michigan and was picked just one selection after. Such a great playmaker and will also be a scoring machine at Michigan this upcoming season. In the top tier, of the 15U division, the AAA division in the U.S., and the 2019-2020 season. So like McRody like NASA, both of them alike, Had 82 goals, and this is McRody now, 82 goals, 78 assists, and 160 points in 63 games played for the Oakland Junior Grizzlies, which is actually a 2.54 point per game average, and he also had a plus 90 plus minus rating. Plus 90. What a player. He was second in all of U15 AAA AAA hockey in scoring, behind a guy who was another steal of mine that I will mention in a few minutes that was drafted by the Boston Bruins. The next deal I have Liam Ogren, a 6 foot, 187 pound left winger from Stockholm, Sweden, was selected 19th overall by the Minnesota Wild in this year's draft in the Swedish Junior Hockey League U20 division in the 2021 2020 season this past year for Jugaden. He had 33 goals, 25 assists, and 58 points in 30 games played, 3 goals, 6 assists, and 9 points in 6 games played in the U18 World Championship for Sweden. As you can see, he's a great goal scorer, and that's why he's a steal of mine with the 19th overall selection. The next steal I have, Isaac Howard. This is another American kid. Isaac Howard, 5'10", 182-pound left winger from the United States National Development Program. He was selected 31st overall by the Tampa Bay Lightning and is actually committed to play at Minnesota Duluth this upcoming season. And this kid, Howard, is an absolute stud in the offensive end. 33 goals, 49 assists. 82 points in 60 games played for the U.S. development team this year. Then he also played in the U18 World Championship for the American team. He scored six goals, had five assists, and 11 points in six games played. As you can see, this kid is unreal on the offensive end. Then my next deal, which I have three more for you. Jack Hughes, a center out of Northeastern, drafted by the LA Kings with the 51st overall selection in the second round. I thought he could have been a top 25 to 35 pick. Ends up falling to 51, and that's why he's a stale of mine by the Los Angeles Kings at 51st overall. And I'm going to talk more about him in a few minutes when I recap all the Northeastern draft picks. The next deal of mine, Cole Spicer. A 5'10", 174-pound forward for the U.S. National U18 team. Fourth round, 117th overall selection by the Boston Bruins. And he's committed to play at Minnesota Duluth. In 63 games, played for the Honeybakes U15 AAA team, which I found this stat when I was looking at Nasa stats as well. He scored 51 goals with 118 assists and 169 points in the 2019-2020 season with a 2.68 point per game average, and his 169 points was number one amongst all 15 new hockey players. He played alongside Naser, and that's how I found these stats. He had 20 goals, 19 assists, and 39 points in 58 games played for the USU-18 national team this year, and also had a plus-24 plus-minus rating, so very effective player on the ice. He played for the U.S. U18 team in the U18 World Championship this year, scoring three goals with two assists and five points in six games played with a plus-12 plus-minus rating. I think he'll have a very good year at Minnesota Duluth, and who knows, maybe play there for one or two years and then sign with the Boston Bruins. But as for that draft selection, getting him in the fourth round at 117th overall is quite the selection there by Don Sweeney. I know people have been very critical of Sweeney and what he's been doing as the Bruins GM, and rightfully so, but... I think this Spicer pick is a great pickup. And as I said, fourth round, I mean, getting him in the fourth round with all that offensive production, 20 goals, 19 assists, 39 points in 58 games played for the USU-18 team this year, and then also adding three goals, two assists, and five points in the U-18 World Championship, very impressive showing there for Spicer. So now for my last steal of the NHL draft, and this is one of my favorite picks of the entire NHL draft. Michael Callow, fellow South Boston native, Taken in the fifth round at 154th overall by the Anaheim Ducks. A 6'4", 181-pound right winger who played for St. Sebastian's in high school. Callow's actually committed to play for Harvard in college hockey, so very impressive. In this past season, he had 26 goals, 15 assists, and 41 points in 25 games played as a senior for St. Sebs. Callow, as you can see, the offensive production, 26 goals, 15 assists, 41 points, and 25 games played. Just want to repeat that for some emphasis. Very great goal as You can see average at least one goal a game. And then also, you look at how big he is. Six foot four, 181 pounds. And obviously, he's only going to get stronger and bigger and faster. What a draft pick there by the Anaheim Ducks. I'm excited to see him tear it up at Harvard and also the Ducks one day. Congratulations, Michael. What a draft pick, kid. So proud of you. So that actually marks the 14th straight NHL draft where a USHL player was drafted by the Anaheim Ducks. They're tied with the Chicago Blackhawks for the longest streak in the NHL, 14 straight NHL drafts where a USHL player was drafted by them. So congratulations to Michael. What a draft pick, and I'm proud of you, kid. Good work. So now to finish out this episode, I'm just going to break down where every Northeastern hockey player went. So as I said, Northeastern let all college hockey with seven plays or commits drafted in this year's NHL draft. Minnesota State was the closest with five, so Northeastern had at least two more players drafted than any college hockey team in this year's draft. And as you can tell, this was a historic NHL draft for this Northeastern Huskies team and Northeastern Huskies program. The most Huskies players drafted in a single draft before this year was five, and that was in 1985. Northeastern shattered that heavily in this year's draft with seven players drafted in a single draft. And to start off, Kim was the first one, drafted 34th overall in the second round by the San Jose Shocks, the second pick of the second round. He went quick on day two. A Bridgewater, Massachusetts native, committed to Northeastern, Big frame, plays quick, and will develop even more at Northeastern. He passes current Husky star, junior forward, Sam Colangelo, as the Northeastern highest draft pick since Jamie Oleksiak in 2011. Northeastern Hockey Blog, credit to them for that stat. Colangelo is the 36th overall selection to Anaheim in 2020, and now Lund beats him by two selections at 34th overall in the second round by San Jose in this year's draft. Lange is actually the first New England hockey player drafted in this year's draft. He had 25 goals, 25 assists, and 50 points in 62 games played for the Green Bay Gamblers this year in the USHL. Plays very fast and is a great two-way forward. I'm excited to see him flourish at Northeastern over the next year or two. Next up, Jack Hughes, a six-foot, 170-pound center, finished his freshman year at Northeastern with seven goals, nine assists, and 16 points in 28 games played. Drafted by the LA Kings with the 51st overall selection in the second round. It was actually a very cool moment when he was selected by the Kings. He was congratulated by Northeastern hockey coach Jerry Keefe, Northeastern AD Jim Madigan, teammate Jaden Struble, teammate and brother Riley Hughes, and then also some other teammates that were attending the draft in Montreal. As for Jack Hughes, though, one of the most skilled hockey players in this draft, has a great hockey IQ, sets his teammates up very well, as I talked about in my NHL preview when he set up Ada McDonough for a game-winning goal against Merrimack to win the Hockey East regular season championship. And then you look at it, him on a 51, that's a huge steal. I had him as one of my steals, great two-way center, and I was honestly surprised that Kent Hughes had multiple draft picks where he could have drafted him, he didn't. I thought Kent Hughes might have taken him with his first pick. On day two at 33rd overall, we ended up not taking him, but still fell to 51st, still a second-round selection. And I'm very happy and proud of Jack Hughes. Excited to see him have another big year at Northeastern this upcoming season. Then Michael Fisher, six foot 2 198-pound defenseman, who played for St. Mark's in high school, just turned 18 years old. He will play for Youngstown in the USHL before attending Northeastern, will be a freshman at Northeastern in the fall of 2023. And according to the Hockey Writer's blog, he is regarded as one of the best skaters in all of high school hockey. 200 pounds, but still has great feet, great footwork on the ice. As I said, he's a big kid, 6'2", 198, a great defenseman. And they regarded him as one of the best skaters in all of high school hockey. And here's a quote, actually, from the Hockey Writer's blog. He was dominant any time he was on the ice. And actually, one interesting thing that I found out, he was the highest scoring defender in all of high school hockey. The next closest had eight points less than what Fisher had. Fisher had 13 goals, 37 assists, 50 points, and 28 games played for St. Mark's. Quite the pick up there for the San Jose Sharks. I'm excited to see him play at Northeastern just a year from now. The next Northeastern draft pick, Cameron Whitehead, a 6'3", 172-pound goalie, 19 years old, committed to play for Northeastern this upcoming season. From Ontario, Canada, Northeastern has had their fair share of players from Ontario over the years, including Dylan and Ty Jackson, who both just transferred to Arizona State, Yaakov Novak, Marco Bazo, Tyler Spot. As for Whitehead, he was drafted 128th overall in the fourth round by the Vegas Golden Knights, who actually traded up in the fourth round to draft him, so they were big fans of him. Hit a 16-8-4 record with the Lincoln Stars in the USHL this past year, allowing 3.19 goals per game and an 89.2% save percentage. He was another 210 prospect by NHL.com. And one interesting thing I found out, he was tied for eighth in all of the USHL and goaltender wins this past season. So I'm excited to see him play at Northeast as a backup this upcoming season to Devin Levi. Obviously, Northeastern lost. Backup goalie T.J. who who is unreal in the beanpaw, is a big fan of Semp. He ends up transferring to Arizona State to join the Jackson brothers. And one interesting thing I found out was that the Jackson twins, so Ty Jackson, Dylan Jackson, and T.J. Semdenfelter, all three of them, were actually part of the Toronto Maple Leafs development camp. So exciting times for all three of those guys, and I'm excited to see them tear it up this year at Arizona State. I'll always be a fan of those three guys. One's a Husky, always a Husky. So the next Northeastern draft pick was Hunter McDonald, a 6'4", 205-pound defenseman, was drafted in the sixth round at 165th overall by the Philadelphia Flyers, was a former RPI commit before flipping to Northeastern. He played in the USHL this past year for the Chicago Steel and Omaha. Lances had a plus-14 rating on the ice with four goals. 10 assists and 14 points for both of those squads. Very big and very physical defenseman. I'm excited to see him play at Northeastern this upcoming season. Next up, Jackson Dorrington, a 6'2", 192-pound lefty shooting defenseman, 18 years old. A 6th round, 176th overall selection by the Vancouver Canucks. Was a number 124 overall prospect by NHL.com. Plays very aggressive and tough on the ice. Has a big frame, 6'2", 192. This season, he played for Des Moines in the USHL. Had 3 goals, 8 assists, and 11 points at 41 games. Vancouver has drafted a ton of Northeastern talent over the past few years, including Tyler Madden, Adam Gaudet, Aiden McDonough, just to name a few there. Then the last Northeastern selection, so after Dorrington went in the 6th round, Northeastern had James Fisher, foot 170-pound forward, who played at Belmont Hill in high school. Drafted 7th round, 203rd overall by the Columbus Blue Jackets. His brother is Michael Fisher, who was also committed to Northeastern and was also drafted in this year's draft. Obviously, Michael was drafted by the San Jose Shocks early in the draft, who I just talked about. And then James Fisher ends up going seventh round to the Columbus Blue Jackets. But what a draft for this Northeastern program. If you look at it, seven draft picks, as I said, was the most in all of college hockey this year among draft picks, seven selections for Northeastern. Northeastern's previous high was five, so Northeastern shattered that. And it's evident that the direction of this Northeastern hockey program just continues to rise. It continues to rise. They're recruiting so well. The team's as deep as it's ever been. So much talent. They got goal scorers, got great defensemen, great goalies. They've recruited so well at an elite level. At an elite level. Better than just about anybody in the country. And I'm excited to see what this Northeastern program looks like five years from now. And I'm psyched for this season. I can't wait. I'm counting the days till early October when I can see Northeastern play at Matthews Arena again. But what a time to be a Northeastern hockey fan. And I'm psyched to see what they look like this year. It's going to be a huge year for Northeastern Hockey. Sam Colangelo coming back. Gunnar Will Fontaine coming back. Devin Levi coming back. Obviously got Ada McDonough coming back. Riley Hughes. Jack Hughes. This team has so much talent. Jakov Novak. This team is so deep and has so much talent. And I'm psyched to see what this team looks like this season and how well they play and how far they go in the playoffs. I think they're going to make a run in both the Hockey East, make a run in the Beanpot, and I think even make a run in the Frozen Four Tournament. I'm psyched to see... This Northeastern team continue to rise, excel, and do big things. Really, the sky is the limit for this program, and it's as good as it's ever been. There's no better time to be a Northeastern hockey fan than right now. It's going to be a huge season for them, and I can't wait to bring you guys some coverage of it whenever the season begins in October. So now I'm going to talk about one of my favorite stories in the NHL draft, Elias Pedersen being drafted by the Vancouver Canucks to join now his fellow namesake, Elias Pedersen in Vancouver. This Elias Pedersen in this year's draft Is a 6'2", 185-pound defenseman, selected 80th overall by Vancouver. He now joins Canucks' teammate, Elias Pedersen, who has had a great NHL career so far. He was the 5th overall selection in 2017. The star forward coming off at 32 goals, 36 assists, and 68-point season. Now there's two Pedersens, two Elias Pedersens in Vancouver. Elias Pedersen, the defenseman, and then Elias Pedersen, the forward, coming off a huge 68-point season with 32 goals. Now my last thing I'm going to talk about is just break down the amount of Americans that were drafted in this year's NHL draft. 49 Americans were drafted, nine of them being from Massachusetts, which is actually tied with Minnesota for the most selections among any single state in this year's NHL draft. Nine for Massachusetts, nine for Minnesota, 40 of 49 Americans played in the USHL. And to close it out, I'm just going to give you a breakdown of where all these American players were drafted. Five in the first round, five in the second round, six in the third round, eight in the fourth round, 5 in the 5th round, 12 in the 6th round, and 6 in the 7th round. Anyways, that finishes up this entire episode. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen to this. I really appreciate it and hope you guys enjoyed it. I know I should have got this out over a month ago now, but I'm happy I was able to do it at some point. Thank you guys for listening to this. I hope you guys have a great weekend. Have a good one. Stay safe and stay well. Thank you.